This is Leon S. Kennedy, and you're watching the Infinite Ammo Syndicate podcast. If you want to survive, then remember to shoot him in the head. Infinite Ammo. All right, perfect. Um, greetings, ladies, and um, gentle monsters. I am your gracious host, Immortal Brendel, and I'm joined here by these lovely freaks of nature's and a very, very, very special guest, the voice of Leon of R2 Remake. Mr. Nick, please introduce yourself. Hey, yes, uh, my name is Nick. That's a really cool intro. I like that. <laughs> Ladies and gentle monsters. Um, what's up, guys? This is Nick Apostolidis. Yes, I voiced Leon Kennedy in the RE2 Remake and uh, here for probably what is the last interview of the year. This is a, a big honor, so thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thank you for joining us. All right. Um, Andre, introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Andre Bevan, and we're here with, um, you know, Man of Honor, Mr. Nick, a.k.a. Leon S. Kennedy. <laughs> All right. Bluntcast, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. I'm Bluntcast. I'm a survival horror streamer, and uh, it's my first time on the podcast, so this is quite a trial by fire. Welcome. Uh, welcome. 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 All right, Undead Gaming. Hmm. Hi, my name's Dead Man Gaming. Uh, I just am undead in the uh, in the Discord chat, but I'm Dead Man Gaming. I like to like games, and I run a small YouTube channel where I go down the things and I nitpick, but in a positive way. Very cool. <laughs> All right, Clean Daniel, introduce yourself. God damn it, Brandon! Why do you do this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear. But anyways, uh, hey, what's going on, everyone? It's good to be here. And it's also nice to have the, vo the voice of Leon S. Kennedy, one of my favorite RE characters in here with us, Nick Apostolidis. Thanks for joining us, dude. Pleasure to be here. All right. Um, uh, Lady um, Tinjoin. Sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. I'm just it's literally reading it. As it is. It's, it's, it's all good. Yeah, my name is Lady, and this is my first time in this podcast. I... I have a small YouTube channel that I dedicated my time with survival horror games, and I'm a big fan of you, Nick. Oh, so thank I'm you. A little nervous. Don't be nervous. We got a lot of first timers here. I'm a first timer myself. <laughs> yep. That's true. All yeah, right, and Renegade Operative, if you can speak, introduce yourself. Hello, people. I'm Renegade Operative. I run a YouTube channel where I talk about Resident Evil and all sorts of stuff, and I cannot wait to get into this interview. All right, all right. And Desiree, if you can speak, hopefully, um, introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Desiree. Um, I'm a horror survival streamer as well, and this is actually my first interview. I'm super nervous, but super excited. All right, perfect. You guys, shouldn't, you guys shouldn't be nervous. I'm just a fan like you guys, <laughs> really. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's also my first time, too. Yep. Look at that. I'd say more than 50% are, are newbies, and I'm one of them. Awesome. Much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can all be um, new bloods together. Yeah, exactly. All right, We're all rookies. Us. We're all rookies now. All right. Yes. Yep. <laughs> all right, to start this off, though, I'll read up number one. Um, can you um, um, tell the audience about yourself and what, vo sorry, what roles you um, done in the past? For, uh, for video games or just any kind of projects? In general, anything. 
Well, I started acting a little over a decade ago, and um, I just started in the Boston area in a small, tight-knit film and TV community, and I just started with, like, student films, really. And then I got into um, some music videos, then you get into indie shorts and indie features, and then you just work your way up and up, and I even did a lot of commercial work training the voice and everything. And then eventually um, I moved to LA. I did a lot of the same kind of stuff, smaller scale projects. And then one day I booked the role of a lifetime and that's why I'm here. Um, it, it's a long story, but that's kind of like the short end of the stick. So if you have, um, if you have any like particular questions, happy to answer them. Okay. Well, I'm not sure that's a question not in the document, but I might as well just ask, um, what's your favorite role thus far? It could be including Leon or without Leon. Uh, I mean, you said it can be this one. Yes. Well, it is this one. <laughs> it's it's going to be hard to top, guys, just because uh, I've been I've been a Resident Evil fan for 22 years at this point, and uh, I mean, when you get the chance to to work with a developer like Capcom, like who, you know, I've been playing Capcom games for 30 years, longer than probably most of you have been alive. And so when, when the developer says, Hey, we want to hire you. I mean, think about what that is like. It's hard to top that. Um, moving forward. I don't know how that's going to happen, but Hey, maybe one day it will. Um, and then to do like the, the remake, the reimagining of the first game in the series you ever played. It's just like, it's a mind fuck. Can I swear on this channel? Yeah. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. It's, uh, You're welcome you know, to. It's really, it's really like a mind fuck if you think about it. Like, if you told me this 10 years ago, like, you will be acting in video games in your favorite series, I wouldn't believe you. But that's how life works, and you have to take the good with the bad and vice versa. And um, so I'm very fortunate, but this is it. All right. All right. Um, Andre, you can read up number two. All right, gotcha. Uh, number two, what motivated you to pursue a career as a voice actor? Well, it, it was actually not my focus. Um, it's kind of cliche to say you kind of fell into it, but that's kind of sort of what happened. Um, it wasn't voice acting that I necessarily wanted to pursue, but I wanted to act in video games which includes voiceover, you know what I mean? Uh, a lot of very talented voiceover actors, they just do the voice, but my focus, I wanted to do motion capture, which oftentimes incorporates both. So nowadays you're seeing a trend in video games where they want to hire the motion capture actor to do also the voice, and that's what they did with this reimagining. Um, they wanted to find someone who could move like Leon, who somewhat looked like Leon, and of course, who had his voice. And luckily, I had all three. And that's why I had a shot at getting in. Uh, if they were casting this strictly on voice, to be honest, I don't I don't think I would have booked this. It's the fact that I could move like a cop and I had a lot of firearms training and stunt training as well. So I lucked out and that now that I'm in the video game world. Yes, of course, I'm still training. I'm, I'm trying to um, <clears throat> improve on my skills all the time. Um, and explore new avenues, and uh, I definitely want to voice more characters for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Because um, I think what you said about your firearm and combat um, experience that actually really can help you a lot in the long run. Because yes, usually when you're doing motion capture, you have to do 
No, I wasn't a lot of movements, but I knew you got to do like a lot of, you know, stuff like fight scenes, a lot of action, stuff like that. So that can really come in handy in the long run. Yeah, I mean, look at video games. So many of them require, or they have like cinematics that are action-based. You know what I'm talking about. Like you play all mm-hmm. kinds of games. And the more skills, talents that you have, the better off you'll be and the better shot you'll have at like booking that particular role because you know how to work with swords. You know what I mean? Like you never know what oh, they're yeah. going to look for. And so the more stuff you got in your tool belt, you know, the better for you. Oh, yeah, I agree. So I wanted to make a quick interjection with you uh, saying you had firearms training. Uh, what um, what kind of avenue led you to have that kind of training? That you know, especially since it helped you book the role of Leon. Ind- same question. <laughs> in, in, independent short film and feature films uh, in the Boston area. Oh, nice. You know, we we were just running around with no budget, no money, and we were making these little like action films. And my my good good buddy James Poirier, uh, he's an action director. He's a brilliant guy. Um, he, he wanted to hire me as like a couple, in a couple military roles as like lead roles in short films. And he taught me everything I need to know about, um, firearms movement, tactical movement, all that shit. And then I got into stunts naturally from doing that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, that man, actually, I want you to take number three. All right. I can do that. All right. So question three is we hear that you're a big fan of resident evil. Can you tell us how you became a fan of the franchise for the first time? Yeah, I was sleeping over my my buddy's house back when I was uh, um probably like 12 years old or something like that. Um and he's like, "Hey, you want to play this zombie game?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's play it." And it was RE2, the OG in 98, and uh I just it just like stuck with me ever since. And I fell in love and I introduced it to my little cousin. Um, and then three came out, like we just went through the whole gamut. And then my little brother was born at that point. Um, and when four came out, he was nine years old, introduced him to the series, probably arguably too early. He had nightmares for like a month and, and, but he fell in love too. And then it's been like a family thing with us. And, uh, it's, it's by far been my favorite franchise, um, since 1998. So I have a side question. Is there any other horror franchises that you are into currently outside of Ari? Uh not currently, but I mean I want I want to get back into them. Uh I mean definitely I got to give a shout out to like Silent Hill. That was a big inspiration for me. Um I love survival horror. I just love it. I love the thrills, the scares. The original Silent Hill was a fucked up game. It was psychologically just disturbing at that time that came out around probably like 98 too or 99 um so i loved silent hill and also dead space i got into that i played all those games um that's a different kind of survival horror um uh, but i love that just as much too my man actually oh, man. um i was about to say man after my own heart yes i <laughs> love you so much nick oh, yeah. i just i just played the first two like this year yeah i've Which been through the games as well. hill. Dead Space. Uh, uh, yeah, Dead Space. Those are We're good games. Through the oh, yeah. first Dead Space right now. Uh, I said, I'm playing through the first Dead Space right now, and it's actually pretty phenomenal. Oh, it's yeah. awesome. It's, really really it's mm-hmm. a really good game. Um, mm-hmm. Two, I like two, but I think one just did atmosphere a lot better, but that's just me personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To um, actually add on to Ringgit's question, though, do you like any other franchise outside of the survival horror realm? You know? 
Of course, I love Final Fantasy. Um, I I still play Nintendo games and Super Nintendo games. Um, huge fan of the Castlevania series. Um, I just played a bunch of those in quarantine. Um, like <laughs> Symphony Symphony of the Night was a great game. Uh, Rondo of Blood. Um, I went back to the the Nintendo versions of that. But yeah, Final Fantasy, all the Mega Man's. Um, uh, call I've I've got into Call of Duty huge this year uh, because of quarantine, especially. Um, always been a fan of Tom Clancy games, uh, Splinter Cell, Rainbow Six, uh, games oh like that. My. Oh yeah, Splinter yeah. So, I mean, it, such a good series. There's so many games, and honestly, like I, there's so much going on in my life. I, I don't have the time I want to play. There are so many games I want to play, and I just have to kind of bide my time a little bit and still keep working. So, I have a list of like a hundred games I need to play, but I'll get back to them. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, question, that's um, how backlog goes. <laughs> All right, one more side yeah. question. <laughs> Go ahead, Andre. Um, uh, did you play the Saturn remake, Nick, or no? Uh, can you say that one more time? Have you played uh, the you Final play... Fantasy VII remake? Yeah. The, the remake no, I, no, but it's uh, I just I bought it. I bought it like three weeks ago, and that's that's like next on my list because Final Fantasy VII, the original, was a huge part of my teen years. Loved the game. Fell in love. Nice. 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 <laughs> All right. Such a good game. It is. It's uh, amazing. All right, um, Daniel, um, can you take on number four? Sure. All right. What are your thoughts on Leon S. Kennedy and how he progressed as a character throughout the entire series? Uh well it's uh it's interesting. It's a good character arc over many, many years. Eventually he just gets jaded. I understand why. You know, no matter how many times he does the right thing and he tries to save the day, things just go to shit and there's a new outbreak. I mean, it's just like more of the same. And then we see that arc. Um, it is Was Vendetta, was that the oldest we've ever seen him? Or was that he, before? Yeah, it is yeah, Vendetta. Vendetta's the oldest one. Yeah. Right, and he's, he's dated. You know, he's, he's, he's had it. He's done with the shit. And so I get it. Um, and, you know, it's really fun after seeing Vendetta going back and then playing the the reimagining of the first time we see him it's like everything went full circle and it's back to the roots you know and here we are back at like the boy scout the wide-eyed boy scout leon kennedy optimistic naive you know it's it's kind of fun it was fun to go backwards all right all right perfect um blunt has you want to read off number um five with pleasure so you've uh already established that Leon S. Kennedy was sort of the dream role for you. Uh, but is there any other dream role that you wanted to do outside of Leon S. Kennedy? Is there any role outside of the Capcom franchises that you wish you could just sort of snap your fingers and have? What would it be? It, I've been asked this a lot, and it's much less about the dream character I want to play and more just about the types of games I want to be in and the, the, the other franchises I want to be in. So, <clears throat> like... I almost booked a um a character role in uh in the latest Call of Duty. Um oh, and so like that like to to be a character uh in in a Call of Duty in say like a Castlevania. Um I know Mega Man is just like really just like 2D scrolling mostly, but if I could ever voice something in Mega Man that would be like really nostalgic for me. Um to be in Silent Hill uh uncharted if there was like a, a reboot of uncharted or something games like that would be really fun 
So it's sort of primarily more ones that you've ha you have nostalgia for, or that sort of have played into sort of your trajectory throughout your Big life. Time. It's it's Absolutely. it's a nostalgia thing. It's always like let's let's say uh, you know Red Dead Three came out and they I booked a role in Red. Hey, that would be great. But I didn't grow up playing Red Dead. I would I would have a blast. I would appreciate the opportunity. It would be really fun. But it's the games that I grew up with and the franchises that are like in my blood. To to work in those that th there's nothing that can top that. You know. Absolutely, that emotional weight has has so much resonance. In the oh room. absolutely yeah. so so much so much awesome so like it would also be kind of a dream to get um say like another voice role in whatever part two they're coming up with for final fantasy 7 the remake absolutely yeah mm -hmm. that'd be awesome I'd, yes. I'd love to see i would love to see you in like a final fantasy game or even like a new castlevania if it ever happens that'd be sick oh i would die yeah <laughs> and I may or may not know one of the producers for Final Fantasy, so maybe let's f cross our oh, fingers, team. Make this man an, uh, another another first class soldier. Oh, I know you. Oh, I know what you mean. All right, um, Renegade, um, you want to go to number six? If you could speak. Yeah, how do you feel about the outreach and support that you received from the Resident Evil fan community once you were casted as Leon? Oh, I was I was taken in with open arms. It was it was really amazing and really unexpected. You see, I, during the filming process, I would say before the game came out, I I didn't know what to expect. It was the first major video game I was ever a part of, and I didn't take into account how big the franchise is. I wasn't even very aware of like the online fan community. I just played the games, and I was never into streaming or anything like that. And when when people started reaching out for like interviews, and I saw all the podcasts and the channels and content creators, I realized real quick how big the fan community is. And and look, to this day, I'm still doing interviews with guys like you and girls like you. And it's it's been really special. It was just a whole nother bonus that just came along with the territory. And it's been wonderful. Um, it It's really warming, you know, to think about it. And even some days when you're having a hard time, I can always think like, you know, well, you know, the fan community still accepts me and they welcome me into the family and it makes me feel good. So I'm happy. Oh, yeah. We're one big happy family. Mm -hmm. Well, at least they didn't welcome you to the family like Jack Baker did. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Damn, welcome to the family, anything son. Any, any, yeah, anything but that mold. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to derail the talk too much, but sort of as an anecdotal thing, I had the privilege of being at the RE2 sort of launch event, and I bumped into the community manager for, for Europe, Cat, uh, uh, and she was amazing. We had a discussion, and at one point she was just sort of saying, you know, Leon is amazing. Like the cast is amazing. Um, and she was so ecstatic with how it all turned out. And, you know, she'd been a lifelong RE2 fan and she was, she was singing your praises. So uh, that's, that's really nice. every were, level, I can tell you the community is. Were you at E3? Uh, no, it was uh, the RE2 sort of safe house event in London. I was oh, lucky enough cool. to attend that. And it okay. was well, that's right. to bump into some I'm of the team there. I am jealous of you. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it, was, it was it was too close for comfort. It was too realistic. There were too many uh, close calls for me. I wouldn't have made it out like Leon did. So uh, that's oh, yeah. funny. <laughs> Just gotta be careful, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
Um, number seven, uh, um, Lady um, Tengen. You want me to read that one off? Seven? If, yes, number seven. Okay. So, Nick, if you could make a list of three favorite Resident Evil titles, <laughs> then what would they be personally? Describe them to us. Well, that's that's a tough one to... to <laughs> there are so many that I like. Um, well, I mean, it's got, I, I got it pay homage to the uh the og2 because that was that was what introduced me to the series so that is absolutely on the list it has to be uh then i would say because i got to introduce my little bro to the series with four four has to be on the list because i introduced him like i was introduced and that kind of started like a whole love of the franchise so for nostalgia purposes four is on there and and it, it would almost be sacrilege for me not to say that RE2 Remake is just because it was the only one that I was a part of the collaborative process. You know, I was invited to help them create something that wasn't created yet. And for me, that will forever be um, one of the best times of my life. So it's got to be those three if it had to be any. That's a good list. Oh, nice. Yeah. I... Oh, 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 oh we, lost somebody. <laughs> we lost somebody. Uh, we well, lost, until we you... lost the rookie. Oh, wait, no, he's back. <laughs> oh. Okay, um, Desiree, can you draft number eight? Sure. Um, do you have any other voice actors that you appreciate in the industry? Any personal favorites to list off? Well, I really, really, because I'm, I'm somewhat new to that world, I'm really appreciative of my fellow cast. They all did an amazing job. I learned a lot from them, um, and we developed friendships that we'll have forever. Um, the whole cast was just great. And I've also uh, now befriended the actors from RE3 Remake, and they're wonderful people as well. And we stream together sometimes and had a blast all year with them. So highly respect them. And also, I get to give props to uh, uh, Paul Haddad and Paul Mercier. Um, they were big inspirations for me starting out. Paul Mercier, and I've told him since, uh, he obviously voiced Leon in RE4. He was the first performance I ever listened to that inspired me to want to do this. Uh, back then, I, I would talk with my little brother what, 15 years ago. And we would sit there, play RE4, beat it like for the 20th time. And, and we'd be like, imagine if we could be in these games one day and we would all like, talk about it and like we loved Leon's voice in that and so I get to give props to him as well. Alright. Four, uh, uh, four was the one that got me into the series and uh, you say nine was too young for your brother. I was like 14 or 15 when I played four for the first time and those I was regenerators scared when the I played three. piss out of me. Yeah, that's why I David was... had nightmares. I got away with four. I was about I lost a ten when I played RE four. I was like fifteen years ago. <laughs> I was eight when I played RE three, and that was like around two thousand eight, something like that, you know. So, eh. I got I was younglings. I got introduced to the series with my brother blasting through RE two original on the N sixty four. So that's how I knew about the series at first. It's a great game. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, it's definitely is. pretty interesting that you got your brother into it so young because I was way too scared to get all the way through it back then. <laughs> I kind of forced him. And then... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you got to do with little brothers, right? Kind of not always. Not, you don't got to force them always. I, <laughs> I condition them for the scary stuff, you know? <laughs> all right. 
I would read from number nine. Uh, what are some of your favorite animes and animated films on the market? Um, so I looked at this question. I actually don't have a good answer for it. And the reason is because, especially lately, I, I haven't been watching a lot of TV or movies. Um, when you say on the market, you mean like recent ones, kind of now-ish? Uh, past, current, future. Up to you. Just in general. I, w- I would really... I would really have to think about that. I'm not good at these questions, but I would say the um, the most interesting thing that I, I binged when it came out about maybe a year and a half, two years ago, was uh, I think it Love, Sex, and Robots. Or Love, Death, so and, Love, and, Love, Death, and Robots. I think I've heard that show before. I've it's never heard so of it. so good. I've, I've heard good things about that. It's got a very you, unique art style. Oh, you should totally see that. It's It's like... 10 short episodes of a series and it's every every episode is directed by a different person and the style is completely different and the stories are just amazing um i loved them i loved them all and i binged that and i think one night um it's not long it's it's called love death and robots love death and robots yeah it's it's on netflix it's so good i think i did about the same i binged it in a day just after work well it makes Uh it even funnier with the original description Yeah. <laughs> Seems about right. Yeah, but that that's uh, I gotta say, like, really cool. like on that, I think the anthology shows are really kicking it out of the park because uh, yeah, Love, yeah. Death, and Robots, Black Mirror, and Monsterland, like all three mm-hmm. of those are really good. Black Mirror is, yeah, I saw all those seasons, including the the originals from the BBC. Um, or oh, really? I haven't seen the, those. The, yeah, watch the original first and second season it was um it was done i think in the uk um i think it was on bbc i'm not sure what what uh station but you should check those out oh yeah oh, mm-hmm. definitely right. hey um ren where are we dumping hold on uh okay so yeah. as a professional voice actor are you a fan of film theater or television did it influence your career personally the, uh, I would say the thing that influenced me the most was definitely film of those three. Certain certain movies growing up, they just they just instilled like aesthetics in my brain, like performance aesthetics and and tones. I, I got to appreciate the tone of a film and and characters and stuff, and I think that just really subconsciously shaped me. Although I didn't start acting until pretty late. Um, I started when I was about 25 or 26 and I don't know, just th- that was my biggest inspiration for sure. All right. All right. Um, Daniel, you want to take it number 11? Sure. All right. What are your thoughts to the idea of full body mocap? Describe your experience to us. Well, it's very different than what I was used to because, number one, you've got all the gear on. You're wearing, like, a helmet with the camera in front of you. You're in a Velcro suit, basically. like a, It's like a leotard with Velcro and little balls all over you, and you've got uh, battery packs, so it's it's strange. Uh, also, you, I'm, I'm so used to filming on location, on sets, and when you're doing mocap, you're in basically, like, a big, empty, bright warehouse that's lined with cameras infrared cameras and you have to imagine everything's there so i mean think about the atmosphere of re2 for instance it was really dark it was like a burning city raccoon city dark police station and we were filming in a in a 
perfectly lit room and you have to imagine that atmosphere so it's probably more like theater in that way where you're not on set if to use your imagination a lot um those are the biggest differences i've grown to love it just because i know what i'm creating and with the technology now when you have the suit on in real time you can look at the monitor and they can put your character on your body so when we were filming the scenes i could see leon moving around on the screen and it was me awesome That's and I mean. and like That's when cool. i was fighting uh i was fighting g3 the actor playing g3 his name is uh tj rotolo on on the screen he was g3 so he was walking around as just the actor and on screen it was g3 and we, we were just like chasing each other around and stuff and it was pretty trippy i was like wow this is what it's gonna look like just a lot better <laughs> That's nice. That's yeah. awesome. so when you said TG Rotolo, I was like, wait, Frank West? Huh? Yeah, yeah. Frank no, he's West. A, he's, a guy. He's, a, he's a really intense actor. He gives a lot. He's a good good scene partner is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, he's great. Is it ever disorienting? It just seems uh, like it would be. Well, in what way? Like, if you, you know, you have to imagine yourself there, and then you said you had, like, the screen. I'm not entirely sure, like, how it works. Um, but you said you had the screen and it was like such a dark like place to be like you know the whole video game is pretty dark but you were in such a bright warehouse and you know you're in this costume and like was it comfortable was it disorienting was it yeah there are challenges it's not disorienting that's not the right word for it but um as an actor there's a lot that you have to kind of block out right so you really have to focus on just what is happening in the scene. So you, you have to hit marks and everything. You know, if you're snooping around the corner and everything, you have to know where the corner is because you're not on set. But uh, once you get past the technology, the cameras and everything, it's really just down to the roots and basics of acting, which is connecting with your scene partner and knowing what the scene is about. And that's all. So, I mean, the a lot of the deep scenes that I had were with Ada and the actress was Jolene Anderson. I'm great friends with her now. She's a lovely human. And a lot of our scenes just required a lot of that, like, you have to be in the moment. So forget the fact that you're sitting on a bench made out of two-by-fours. No, that's the cable car. And you have to convince her that, you know, you want to help her and everything, and then she kisses you. You got to be there in the moment, and and you let the developers take care of the rest. You know what I mean? So it's like, don't worry about the technology. Just get past it and remember what your acting classes were all about, and that's connecting with your scene partner. All right. Actually, we actually spoken to Jolene um a few months ago. Yeah, yeah she's we great. Did. We had an interview with her, and she was really yeah. Jolene, about it. Jolene's awesome. She's she's a great person. Yeah, Love her hey. to death. All right, and f- for our final question, wow, our very last one. Um, let's see, who should I pick for the last one? Any, Eli has it. Uh, yeah. Eli, you go. Then. Uh, Eli. There, I forgot so, you used this. My apologies. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Come on. Uh, so, for our closing question, are there any tips that you would give to people who want to be voice actors, people who are inexperienced as beginners? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, number one, the most important thing I'd have to say is. You have to want it for the right reasons. Um, Voice acting is tough. There is a lot of competition, and I never, ever say that to deter someone from starting. 
I just want you to understand that there's a lot of really, really, really talented people wanting those roles. You know what I mean? And if you want to do this, you have to be willing to go all the way and give it a really, really hard effort. You know, um, you got to train your ass off. I suggest taking acting classes. A lot of people don't realize that that voice actors are absolutely for first and foremost actors, and they're just fine-tuned their voice to give the performance strictly through a microphone that's not the world i came from you know i came from an on-camera uh performance background so i could i could say things with with my eyes and my body language but when you're a voice actor saying it through the microphone they can't see what you're doing with your body you've got to manufacture that with your voice you have to understand the basics of acting um and as i said you have to be willing to go all the way. So it's not something you can just dabble in and luck out. Yes, I was new to the VO world when I booked this role. But what got me in is my acting chops that I, I had uh, learned over the past like seven years prior. Plus, I had a lot of control over my voice because of my commercial experience. And also, I had my physical and stunt training as well. So, you know, it was a culmination of like many, 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 many years of experience. And that's what you'd have to go through if you want to book some big, big legitimate roles like that. You can absolutely work in smaller markets. In the Boston area where I started, I wasn't making a lot of money, but I was having a damn good time. And I was booking indie indie shorts and indie films that you can probably find online somewhere from like a decade ago. Um, and some of them weren't that great, but they were all fun. And they all just were a part of the story. You know, uh, that's a long answer. I hope it kind of sort of clears things up. Yeah, that worked. Yeah, it was a good, good answer. I I ramble sometimes. No, no, it's all good. We, we appreciate it, man. Like into in depth about it. Mm -hmm. Definitely good advice. Yeah. So I mean, like I said, if anyone wants to go for it, even in this group, go for it. It's uh, it's fun as hell. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to go the distance, you know. All right. Good advice. His words. Hmm. Wise man has spoken. Yes. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Make your dreams come Make true. Make your dreams. What are you waiting for? Don't, don't let your memes be me. Don't let the memes be memes. So, Brendan, <laughs> the special <laughs> outro that I typed to you. Uh, no. Uh, let's say that after when we got um everything sorted with um with our outros. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. First things first, um, Andre, uh, let's start with the main cast. Introduce yourself. I'm sorry, outro yourself. Uh, you can find me as where Andre B. Vem. But yeah, this was a great interview. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, this was great. Thank you for having me, guys. I just saw in the chat, too. Um, uh, yeah, Chris Chris says hi. Yeah, what's up, Chris? I don't know if he's listening, but uh, he'll, he'll hear this eventually. So what's up, Chris? <laughs> we'll be listening in spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, Blunk has um, actual yourself, sir. With pleasure. Uh, you can catch me over at twitch.tv forward slash Blunkcast, where I will talk your ears off about Ludo historians and the history of zombies. Uh, I got a master's in studying that, so that's how I've spent my life. Um, so come on by and I'll talk your ears off. <laughs> uh, Undead Gaming, outro yourself. All right, well, uh... Undead Man Gaming, uh, Nick, it was a pleasure talking to you. I just absolutely love how how much of a nerd you are, if I'm being perfectly honest. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, 
You can find me on YouTube. You know, come check it out if you uh, get tired of the negative bullshit and just want to hear somebody gush about how awesome games are. <laughs> That's great. All right. Um, Dirty Daniel, outro yourself. All right. Uh, you can find me mostly on Twitter at the Dirty Dan triple underscore. And Nick, it was really awesome talking to you. It's just so awesome to have the person who did the voice for one of my favorite Ari characters. And also someone who likes Oreos just as much as I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oreo shout out. Yes. Hashtag Leon loves Oreos. <laughs> okay. We're using that one, Ren. Please do. <laughs> right. Gamma Eli, outro yourself. All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gamma Alias. Uh, I basically retweet stuff that these guys favorite. But other than that, uh, I love video games just as much as anyone else here. And it's an honor to have this interview nick yes it has been a pleasure uh lady 10 outro yourself um hello i'm lady and you can find me on youtube at lady 10 join i'm playing visage right now that's a that's a great survival horror game and nick, <laughs> i'm more in love with you right now so <laughs> that's, it. that's it just gushing here <laughs> You put the bet on the post that Andre. It really is. <laughs> These guys are just gushing over Oreos in chat. Fuck, we I love, love Oreos. You hate them. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, Renegade. I'll throw you up, please. Okay, you can find me at YouTube at Renegade Operative. Uh, I will be streaming on Twitch at Renegade underscore Operative, and that's where I mostly am. Follow me on Twitter too at RenOperative underscore. Very cool. Uh, Desiree. You can, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Desiree underscore Veronica, and you can also find me on Twitch at VersaVulture24, um, where I play mostly survival horror games. So if you like watching people freak out, that's me. Also, super yes. nice to meet you, Nick, and very informative interview. I'm glad I could be of service, and yes, I love seeing people get scared to death doing these games, <laughs> and I'll, I'll try to tune in. <laughs> everybody, oh. uh, everybody here, um, you should... Hit me up on like Twitter or something, and I'll I'll find you and I'll I'll follow your channels. For sure, for sure. Pretty sure. 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 For sure. You yep. just killed me right now. <laughs> I know. Same. <laughs> extending that offer. <laughs> shaking. I'm shaking. Don't be shaking. Save it for your stream, and I'll come watch. It. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're making it worse. No, you're That's making good. it better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to get my outro and then one to Nick. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Immortal Brendel, Twitch at Sword Brendel. Uh, I barely stream though, but when I do, eh, it's just vanilla stuff. And everything else is none of your business. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And last but not least, the man of the hour, or should I say 30 minutes, the main man, Nick, please outro yourself. Tell us where we can find you, or you have any um, projects you want to do a plug or anything? I uh, just, um, well, I think on December 11th, a game came out that I was working on for a, a better part of 2018. Uh, I I was working on Medal of Honor, the new one, uh, Above and Beyond, and it's going to be huge. I don't know if you like those games, but this is the first AAA military uh, sort of game where it's all strictly in VR, and it's going to be a crazy experience. Um, and so when you kill Nazis in that game, 
you are most likely killing me hundreds of times. Uh, I, I worked with my buddy Tyler on that game. We did, we did mocap for a long time on that. That was super fun. Just got released. We did a lot of military stunts and wire work. Um, so check it out. It'll be, uh, I think, for the Oculus only, and I, I think it's out right now. Um, and also, you can find me. Uh, best place to follow me, I'd say, is just Instagram. It's just Nick underscore A-P-O-S. And then Twitter is uh, N-I-K underscore Apostolitis, my last name. Um, so you can find me there. And in about just a few days, I'll be releasing some new artwork. I do. Um, I, I take art commissions and I sell prints as well. Um, so I'll be releasing a really, 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 really cool one in a couple of days once I give it to the uh, person who bought it. But check me out there, guys. And thank you for having me. This was really fun. It's always an honor um, and a pleasure speaking with fellow fans. And hope everyone has a great wrap of this weird fucking year. So Yeah, this was fun. So uh, yeah, let me know when this is out, okay? Yeah, for sure. We will. Oh yeah. Of course. How about right. I have one more favor for you though. Yeah. Um, this is for our intro and. Um, I want you to say this line right here. Um, can you say in, um, I guess, Leon Escandi voice or your natural voice, whichever you feel comfortable right now? Uh, I see that. Um, well, Leon's voice is just my voice. I didn't really change much of it at all. Really? No, I didn't. Um, all I had to be mindful of <clears throat> per Capcom was just the uh, the intention, the energy and the intention. So at the beginning of the game, it was really bright, like, hey, what's going on? And then towards the end, it's like, oh, there's some shit going down. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't change I didn't change my voice much. So uh, this is my Leon voice. Maybe just sounds a little different through this mic. But um, I will say the line. Are you ready to record? You're recording, right? Uh, oh, yes, we are. Okay. Yeah, recording. All right, ready? All right, everybody mute. I'll wait. I can see two more and I have to mute just in case. There we go. All right. <clears throat> this is Leon S. Kennedy, and you're watching the Infinite Ammo Syndicate podcast. If you want to survive, then remember to shoot him in the head. Did that was that fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was awesome. Yes. Super awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Such an honor to have you here, man. Yeah, right. really. Cool, guys. You have a good night and uh, play some fun games. Thank you so much. Have a nice holiday. Yeah, before you leave, I've got a couple lady. Wait, we got a question? I think I had one quick question for Nick before he before he signed off. Sure. What's up? So you mentioned you were a you were a big Mega Man fan. Which which version of Mega Man is your favorite? Oh. Oh. When you when you say version, you mean like the X? I think mean the series, like classic X, ZX, you know that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like classic X Zero, um, Battle Network, Legends. Uh, Legends. You know, which one of those guys are your favorite? C Zero, C Zero. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I might I might let you down, um, but again, I'm I'm really a big nostalgia guy, and because. It's what started my love affair with Capcom. I gotta go back to NES. I don't know if you guys have ever played the OGs, like one, two, three, and four. Have you? I have, but I'm more yeah. my Finty goes towards the X games. 
Yeah, no, those are good. I like. I got all into Mega Man X, uh, X two, X three, X four. Those are, those are great games, but the the OGs just they have the the specialist place in my heart, and the music is unbeatable. Three is like should have won a soundtrack award. Oh yeah. Oh, my favorite classic games is honestly. Uh, oh, my nostalgia goes towards uh, Zero and the Battle Network series. Yeah, so that's how I got into Mega Man. My favorite, my favorite Mega Man's probably it's either a toss up between one or two. One is really good, <laughs> but two is just out of this world. I really like um nine and ten more so nine, and um also um eleven. Yeah, we yeah, played all those. Really good. We we me and my brother still play all of them. We just um Aww. we just beat ten and eleven as well. Oh nice! Oh nice! <laughs> yeah, that's great awesome. game. I like I like the Mega Man series, but my brother's a bigger fan of Mega Man than I am. They're great. Uh, yeah. I would I would love to play a live action Mega Man. That would be cool. Oh, I'm I don't know oh, how they pull that off, but that'd be awesome. I don't think they would ever pull that off, but it's probably not. One day. <laughs> Getting a sinking suspicion that Nick has impeccable taste. <laughs> right, he does the best taste indeed. It's classic taste, I guess. Yeah. Old man vintage, taste. Vintage. Boomer vintage type. <laughs> Bo- boomer vintage boomer taste. Vintage. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> boomer vintage. Yeah, that's, that's accurate. <laughs> All right, take care, guys. This was fun. All right. See you, man. Bye. Thanks so much. Take, take care. Nick, take All care. right, have a great holiday. Yeah, you, yep. you too. I guys. miss him already. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Brendan. I did nothing wrong. <laughs> Yeah, right.